can't give the impression that neither of us can drink a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Welcome back to Widowed AF. You're here with Rosie and John Gilmoss. See, I've stopped introducing you as a guest now. I think you're. I think that means you're a permanent feature. I'm part of the woodwork now. Yeah, I think Hi, you're everybody. In now. How's everyone doing? So we've had personally a fairly dressful is probably the word emotional taxing few days over here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just you know we've had some stuff going on. I, I won't kind of go into all the details because they're not really relevant to the podcast but what has happened is it's resulted in both of us I suppose showing a bit of vulnerability to some people outside of our immediate family unit and actually I don't know about the rest of you guys but every time I do it I feel a little bit better and a little bit lighter and so yes it's been tough but I do think I feel a little bit better if that makes sense i'm i'm tired because yesterday we got i'm gonna it's bad news but in the grand scheme of things it's not catastrophic but um we've been waiting to find out about a school place for our our son and we've sort of this was the final last chance saloon really um of a chance of a school locally that can meet his needs so it landed quite heavily because i really thought he was going to get this place um and yeah it hurt and it really uh, and you know, John was there. He saw how how heavy it landed. Um, but I don't know. You have got to process it the way you've got to process it. And um, so, yes, I was fully <laughs> lying on the floor sobbing yesterday. Yeah. But here I am today, sitting behind a microphone. You know, talking to you guys. So I really think that the power is getting yourself back up again. Um, and we all get knocked down. I think I'm about to quote a Chumbawamba song, though. So this is dangerous territory. <laughs> I, I could change it to a Rocky quote. <laughs> you get knocked down, but you get up again. And you're all going to sing that for the rest of the day. I do apologise. So I'm being quite raw and open at the beginning of, of this episode because that's kind of how I feel. And um, I do try and, and give you guys the, the raw honesty of what being a widow five and a half years down the line is like and you you do get a lot left with you know it's it's tough isn't it because there's a lot of decisions we have to make and, and a lot of things we have to figure out and to be honest a lot of um the barriers I'm, I'm finding with schools uh, are as a result of, of the trauma that he received when his dad died because he was five and he's autistic and it was very difficult for him to process so it's almost like his there are limitations now being placed upon him and his future because of um, his dad dying. So that's why I think it's landed so, so very hard. And also it's it's a kind of culmination of, of two years of, of a fight. So I am now, can't believe I'm saying this, but looking into the possibility of some sort of combined or, or homeschool for him in the future. But I, again, this is not for this podcast, but I may do another one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and for the first time ever, we both went down pretty much within hours, hours of each other. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm having a few personal family issues. It's forcing me to confront, um, confront a few, a few things and, and question a few of my, my ground in morals, so to speak. Um, and, and having to make choices that I never thought I'd have to make. Um, so I was sort of dealing with that and, and also trying to console Rose and Rose was dealing with her, trying to console me. And it was just a big, <laughs> snotty, like screamy mess. And mess in. But you know what? We both woke up this morning and yes, we have a little bit of an emotional hangover. Um, but I certainly feel like something's been poured out and put back in a drawer where I can access it safely rather than it just coming and kicking me in the nuts, if I'm honest. 
And also, neither of us have an actual hangover, which for anybody that listens regularly will know is really good because I, I, I am still in recovery from a problem with alcohol. I think you're always in recovery from alcohol. I don't think you can go, I think you get out of it. Mm. Um, and yeah, but, and like I said earlier, I, I, a friend, um, uh, or two friends sort of witnessed this moment and I was, um, oh, you know, I rage quit some WhatsApp groups and, you know, yeah, I just had a bit of a, a pull down, meltdown really, but... I've apologised and nobody hates me and it's okay and I'm all right now and I've just, I've figured out some stuff and you know, we're okay. But just, I suppose, maybe this Father's Day triggers more than we expect and things like this. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's just, there's a lot going on, isn't there? There's yeah. a lot going on. And, and, and also, you want to make a shout out to you guys as well, you guys, because you're all dealing with the same shit show. Um some of you have been fortunate enough to meet meet new partners. Some of you are, you know, you're you're, you're running this down. You're still flying solo. by yourself with your own rucksack and still trying to wage your own war against the mountain. So yeah. you know, guys, keep going. You'll get there. Yeah, you know. and it is. It's so difficult making decisions, particularly you know when children are involved and having to make these big life changing decisions that. You feel at the time so much is riding on and you have to do it by yourself. And yes, I am. Well, we are very lucky that we have each other to talk to. Um, and I, I, I'm very, very aware of that. So for anybody who is still having to make all these choices or, you know, will always have to make these choices alone when they didn't expect to. That, that That's shit's hard, guys. It is. It is tough. And actually, John referred to it as the shit show, which... In, beautifully brings me to talking about Monday's episode. Yeah, can you tell I like that that name? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was Steph. accidental. Was that planned? Thanks, <laughs> Got skills. Got skills, boy. Uh, so, yes, it was the wonderful Stephanie Hills, who you may have recognised because she left us our first ever voice note right back at the beginning. I say right back, like it wasn't just five and a bit months ago. Not six, as I put in the Instagram post. And she beautifully um, has supported us and advocated for us and been really kind of on board with everything we're doing here. And so it was really, really lovely to talk to her. And um, I knew the sort of periphery of her story, but to find out the enormity of what happened. Um, and yeah, and, and actually since then, she has left me another voice note. So we'll talk a little bit and then I'm going to, she's with her permission, I'm going to play a little extract from that voice note because you'll understand then one of the reasons we sort of started the discussion about mental health, because it does seem to be an area people are, are very interested in and very applicable to so many of our stories. Um, so should, do you want me to sort of refer back, John, or would you like the honours to talk? I bet you haven't got your notes in front of you, have you? I don't have my notes in front of me now. Um, I, I do have them on my computer, but the computer's currently recording the show, which is uh, a missile on me. But um, Old school pen and paper. If you see, mean, if you had 100 black biros, John, you'd make notes all over the place too. Oh, oh without a doubt, I'd be writing on the walls. You, you can like share. Some, I've got enough to go around. It, but just, it, it'd be like a sanitary. I might get you some blue ones so you don't touch mine. Uh, uh, right, well, let's uh, <laughs> Go down the same line of words that I say pretty much for every single guest we have because you're all amazing anyway. But, you know, a woman, again, mm. like the trauma she had to face, the the things she had mm. to, like, contend with uh, and, and the, then solidify in her mind and then pop out the other side. And she's another one that's gone on to do fundraising and things. Uh, again, this kind of legacy um, aspect. So Steph's husband, Martin, he was very young. He was 32 um, when he died. He had a cardiac arrest um, at home in November. And she had performed CPR on him. And it sounds, if I'm honest, just absolutely fucking awful, awful to have to do this to somebody and the children in the house. I mean, just awful, awful for her. And then... Uh, 
literally days later, she found out that he had an entirely secret life and a son who was 10 years old um, and, and possibly an affair, but we, she's not sure on that. So again, it's one of these double blows, isn't it? You've you've found something terrible and catastrophic and shopping, shocking has happened, but then there's a second smack in the face to find out that you've have been betrayed yeah well, and was complex grief eh? yeah and this did i mean the, the someone was conceived before they were together I, I think i think so so it's i don't know the fact that he had kept this lie and the fact that she found out that family members and friends had kept this lie that really hurt her actually that really hurt and you can understand why um and she's another one that's done some fairly heavy duty lifting on this. She's done the EDMR and the therapy, and she's. I mean, she even went back and listened to the nine 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 recording, didn't she? I, I that's um, that when I heard that going through the editing, uh, that that gave me the shivers. I, I I don't think I'd ever have the the balls mm. to play those sort of recordings. But that that's brutal stuff. That's brutal. It made me think. But I suppose there must be one that. Um, the boat must have made for Ben. I don't know who they would have called, but I don't think I want to hear it back. Um, and I, I don't think there'd be any benefit for me at this point, but I guess it was her on the call, wasn't it? Maybe she wanted to read. Because yeah. you do get this kind of blackout in um, traumatic situations, don't I, you? I think she was possibly trying to um, convince her own mind she did everything she yeah, could. Yeah, maybe. Which, like, you know, she. I think she even references that, they said she did. Yeah, I mean, she did a remarkable yeah. job. Having met Steph very briefly through a screen, I can categorically say she would have done everything she could. <laughs> I don't think she would have done anything else. Um, I, she said some really, you know, really poignant things, and and one of them was that he'd given her back her spark when they met because she had a, a small a two year old daughter at the time who was also it is also called Holly, and good name. it's a good name. And I think, oh, it just. Well, you know, it gave her back a spark and then that in the blink of an eye that spark can be extinguished and really that tugged on me and then um but I'm going to play you now the clip that she left me um a couple of days ago and as I said this is with her permission um all we've done is cropped it slightly for time purposes but we haven't edited it at all because this is this is her words and uh, you know as with the conversations this is how we do it so we're just going to play this for you and then we'll come back in and talk a little bit hi Rosie I just wanted to say that um I really um, enjoyed today's episode, not just for the giggling, um, but yeah, like listening to it all about um, the depression side of stuff. And Martin really struggled with his mental health before he died. Um, I didn't say this on my episode, um, but he, yeah, really struggled. And he actually went missing one night back in August and I had the police involved to try and find him. And obviously we did find him, but yeah, he'd hit like real rock bottom and then obviously in November he had uh, the cardiac arrest and it was awful because then people were making the assumption that he'd taken his own life. So, yeah, just listening to you guys and talking about depression, it just, you know, made me realise, like, how bad he was feeling. But men being men, and in John's words, because they're anchors, they don't talk to us, they don't tell us, so... Yeah, thank you. It's, um, yeah, really helped me today. So, yeah, anyway, have a lovely weekend. Um, yeah, I'm over a minute now, so I'm going to go. But um, And also hope Sunday goes as well as can. And, um, yeah, see you later. Bye. I am really grateful to Steph for sharing that because 
that's quite a brave thing to do um, to talk about somebody's mental health um, and particularly as we're very aware of men's mental health. So I'm really grateful to you for sharing that because that again is another thing to contend with because as we know from speaking to people who have lost um, their, their partners to suicide, it is a very different form of grief. Um, it is, it comes you know, laden down and for people to suspect that he had taken his own life when he hadn't, that must have been quite difficult. And I suppose people probably did question when Ben went because how many, how often does something like this happen, right? You know, yeah. and the canoe man, I think, was still quite fresh in people's and minds. Again, that comes under legacy protection. Yes. You, you don't want people to think. It's like we don't tell people we're divorced. Yeah. Because they did leave us. Yeah. So we always find that we have to over-explain the situation because people, it's that, I mean, the complication we have is two kids in the same year because it's, oh, they're twins. And then you, oh no, we're a blended family. But yeah, the same. I want people to know that um, they were taken from us. They didn't walk away from us and the, and the children because that's something that we try very hard to protect. Yeah. Um, but she does mention, again, that it's like, man, come on, we've got to figure this out, mm. guys. We've got to figure this out. We need a way of getting the initial stuff out so we can process this stuff because it's, it's obviously the, the current regime that's out there as, as good and, and a cracking start that it is. It doesn't seem to be enough no. because it's not reaching the ones that it needs to reach, the uh, mm-hmm. the ones that have, have got the big the show, the bravado, the, the, the big man, the, mm-hmm. uh, and the rest of us. Like, they don't trust anyone enough to show vulnerability because every time they do, they get absolutely kicked for it so how how do we reach them i mean i'm open to discussion on this further if anyone wants to come and have a one-to-one uh, and flesh this out that'd be brilliant but, yeah look i see you're uh, always oh, so always bashing, aren't you? Always hustling. always hustling don't forget like and subscribe um, <laughs> well it's it, and again i think we we just are we're very much aware of uh, men's mental health more and we're seeing more uh, tragic losses to it and um i was going to talk about i've just had a a two-hour session at the tattooist which i'm so delighted with i might even share a picture on socials so um prepare for a picture of my leg incoming um but we as i walked in there was a um a sort of laminated piece of paper and it was a a, in memory of a a a young man who had taken his life and it's written by his mum, and and it it genuinely brought me to you know not quite tears but certainly a little a little moist in the eyes and I just thought, oh my God, you know, and, and she was talking a little bit about his mum and, and how shocked she is. And yeah, it, I don't know. It, I mean, it, it's, it's just awful, isn't it? And you just feel so, so frightened for, for the future of our children and, and, and everybody. But I do, I think really I've only started talking openly about my mental health and telling people that actually the reason I'm not doing something is because I'm having a really bad anxiety attack or I'm having a panic attack or I know it's going to cause me undue stress or trigger the um, addictions. And so, and I don't think I've been met by any animosity or or resistance at all. Everybody has been so kind and compassionate. Mm -hmm. And most people have actually come back with examples of their own difficulties. And that's it comes down to this idea that as soon as we are open with our friends or, and you know, male or female, um, we, we all reveal that we've probably got similar sort of shit going on. Um, yeah, sorry, that's got a bit sort of uh, heavy, hasn't it? That one, I, I, don't, I, I, I suppose it's something I feel really passionately about and we do, you, you worry, you worry all the time, um, that, you know, are the kids going to be okay? <laughs> or our friends, our families, it, you know, it's, uh, I am, I am an overthinker and a worrier by nature anyway. Um, 
But also tattoos really hurt, don't they? I'm having some sort of midlife crisis and I'm having quite a large leg piece done. And um, I was reassured that it wasn't going to hurt that much and they were liars. So it does hurt. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also having the same midlife crisis, but my arm's going (laughs) under the pen rather than the leg. so tragic. But that's my arm's when you have a tattooist in your village. Like, it's easy. And she's amazing as well. I will tag her in the Instagram post and I don't get a freebie, although I do need to transfer the money for this one. But um, so (laughs) technically so far, it's a freebie um but i'm not you know we're not promoting her anything i we genuinely think she's amazing and it, she's a woman uh tattooist and she's loves country music and you just feel so completely at ease in her company so big shout out for becky at define line tattoos in west morning um thanks for really hurting me for two hours this morning <laughs> I was just to know we're not paid for this promotion Nobody pays us. <laughs> we don't. We don't get paid at the minute. So. We do this for the love of it. <laughs> but yeah, how gross is that? That we're just having our um, midlife tattoo crisis together. Um, but you know, the couple couple that uh, permanently mark their body together and all that stay together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and so, what are you guys doing for your midlife crisis? The ones that are there in this glorious land of what do we do next memorial tattoos because um you've had some blackbirds incorporated into a tattoo haven't you there's memorials for people you've lost i have a feather for ben on my wrist um the one i've just had done is kind of just for fun really um i just like it and i felt like it if i'm honest and i think you do get to your 40s and just go why do i care like what am i worried about a lot of people might think that I might think what? <laughs> no, I don't. and when you really break it down, just think. Oh, do you know what? If you want to do it, just do it. So, I mean, within reason, guys. Let's not all do too too much of the, the crazy. I'm certainly not on my say so. I am going to touch on something that's been in the press this week. Uh, there has been, I'm sure, most of you are aware. There is a submarine missing. So, for those of you who don't know, my husband Ben, my first husband, he was he drowned, presumably drowned during a diving trip off Dover back in 2018 and his body has never been found so there were search teams and the like out looking for him and I'm trying to keep away from this at the moment mm. and I just actually wanted to mention I had a message out the blue from um, Nikki Outlaw and just said I'm sending you hugs yesterday and I thought what a sweet and thoughtful woman to see it on the news to realize because she does because she understands that in fact, we, we, we talked because there was a collision, um, another motorbike collision at the same race that her, her husband died in years before. And, and I just thought that's the compassion of widowhood or people who have been through a terrible thing. A terrible thing will leave you scarred and vulnerable and broken to a certain extent. It will, but it will also give you this compassion and kindness and thought beyond your own circle. So you will think, oh, actually, that's going to be really difficult for so-and-so because I understand that. Um, and it's a kind of above and beyond level, isn't it, that widows go to? And actually, I have had from people who aren't widows as well. But I just thought, considering Nikki and I have never met in person, and we spoke for an hour on microphone, yeah. for her to show that compassion back to me was really sweet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, we, we are watching the news at the moment, aren't we? Babe? You're, I mean, John's we're, keeping an eye on it, so I know. I mean, to be fair, I don't ever really watch the news anymore because it's doom and gloom isn't it oh my god it's, um, if you suffer that, like I do you, you can't because you'd just be a gibbering wreck in the corner just, that just send me the cat house. videos on TikTok <laughs> and videos. I'm happy they keep me happy I, I like a good ADHD <laughs> TikTok video myself <laughs> personally oh and I do hear that the widowed AF uh, Instagram account is just you know sensational <laughs> <laughs> We will get back to doing more content. Yeah, on there we are. Soon. We are, what we are focusing on at the moment is growing, growing, is building this, building the podcast, getting the studio set up, um, booking new guests, um, 
and 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 possibly looking to do some more things as well which we'll talk about a little bit more in the future so that um, an instagram it, i've mentioned it before it's not our natural stomping ground social media so we at some point may bring in somebody to do it but quite frankly i like the way that this has grown without any marketing and pr and budgets and you know having to say like and subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Although, yeah don't let's um, not take that away from him he loves it but i, I really like the way this particular uh venture has has grown so organically so i sort of don't want to tit about um for likes at the moment but <laughs> i might get john too <laughs> yeah. and, and and just uh, as a side now i'm setting up systems and management stuff in the back so i could do your guest management better because we all know what a cluster that is <laughs> which i do apologize for but that's not my main skill well not um, everybody knows because uh, actually you've just outed yourself because most of the listeners haven't been on um well so, i mean yeah do an application <laughs> form you get a rather dry email from me um about a month or so after you we, do the application I mean, this is you guys just the 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 speed at which this thing has has escalated means that we are chasing our tails a bit but we we are absolutely loving it and we're really it's become so important and valuable to i think to both of us healing and also for giving um an outlet for all this kind of information and and knowledge that we've picked up to be able to share it and without you know boring the tits off all our friends all the time um and I hope that people still continue to love and and, and, and enjoy what we do because mm. we're really enjoying doing it over here. But the question I wanted to ask mm. is we set up the Facebook group. Now, me personally, I can never find it in Facebook. Mm. So I, I don't know if you guys are uh, enjoying it or not. Would you prefer me to try a dedicated WAF community app that you could install on your phone or a website you could go to, or shall we keep it in Facebook? And I'm going to let you, the listeners, decide which way you want to do because it'd be really really good to get more conversations going with yeah. all of you and the ones who don't want to come on mic because you still mm. have a voice and on that note i am doing another um, anonymous episode tomorrow so uh we have another guest who would prefer to remain mm. help if i could speak with it <laughs> what with being a podcast host remain anonymous so she's written me a very very moving letter which i um i'm going to uh, decide the best way to broadcast to you because i i'm i want to do it justice but uh for now um we are going to leave you guys to it we will be back on monday i'm trying to remember whose episode was out Dave. on monday oh it's david is david. it david it david. david oh this is the surname i can't canafogle canafogle Canif- david canafogle he <laughs> how many kids has he got i've forgotten how many it is it's ridiculous um, all of them all he, he has all the children eight. all he has, of he has eight children he has all the children and and i some... wish i'd press record when we were asking how to pronounce his surname <laughs> so hopefully you're not too offended david we uh, i think we always did quite a good job on that uh, but for now everybody please do take care of yourselves it is tough out there and you are all fighting fires and doing amazing things and if it helps hearing it from a virtual stranger i am so proud of all of you for just getting up every day and keeping going so lots of love and we'll be back with you soon take care everybody Bye bye. <laughs>